Hey, what's up guys, Aaron Bennett here. So in this video, I'm gonna go over the latest information in the crypto world. It is gonna be September 14th when you watch this. Gary Gensler is gonna be talking to the SEC very soon. I'm gonna be covering what I think about that and heading into a few stories that I wanna to touch on today. The first MicroStrategy is adding more Bitcoin to its stash, surprise, surprise. Then take a look at Interactive Brokers, rolls out crypto trading with Paxos. So another bullish story, take a look at Interactive Brokers. Back in 2018 or 2019, they had $71 billion in assets. It's probably well over 100 billion now. Then take a look at a story about El Salvador exempting foreign investors from tax on Bitcoin gains. So this is gonna be huge. If you have a lot of gains in Bitcoin, you can basically cash out to US dollars and not pay any gains. Pretty amazing. Then take a look at a, uh, a tweet that I did. Kathy Wood still says, you can check it out on my Twitter. Kathy Wood says that Bitcoin is still heading to half a million dollars in five years. This came out uh, yesterday. She did an interview yesterday. And then finally finishing off with a tweet from Caitlin Long. So this has to do with Gary Gensler's testimony in front of the Senate banking tomorrow, or basically today when you watch this Tuesday. But I'm going to talk about regulation and looking at it from a few different angles, uh, why it could be good, why it could be short term bearish, and what am I going to do about it? Am I going to try to sell and try to, you know, time the market and predict things? Yes or no. So I'm going to get to that in just a moment. So first, quickly taking a look at MicroStrategy adding a lot of Bitcoin to their balance sheet. So now they hold 114,000 Bitcoin. And this is over $5.1 billion right now worth of Bitcoin. Insane, insane amount of money. So good for them. <laughs> the next story, Interactive Brokers again, this is a really, really big uh, brokerage in the United States with my guess is over $100 billion in assets. And they just partnered with Paxos to enable crypto trading. We know that Paxos has also partnered with Celsius as well. That's where you may have heard it before. And Paxos nabbed approval for a bank charter from the Office of the Comptroller of the Currency this April, enabling it to expand its custody offerings for firms like Interactive Brokers. So pretty amazing. And that's just going to get more and more. So take a look at the next story talking about El Salvador. So this is huge news. It says, if a person has assets in Bitcoin and makes high profits, there will be no tax. This is done, obviously, to encourage foreign investment. And this is the legal advisor to the president of El Salvador. That's, that's massive. I don't think people really understand how huge that is as uh, the United States flounders around with the SEC trying to get clarity. We're getting countries like El Salvador to saying, hey, you can make hundreds of millions of dollars in profit and you're not going to be taxed. Now, does that mean you have to renounce your citizenship to the United States to do that? I don't know all the legal stuff for that, but it is pretty amazing that they're offering this. This guy says there will be no taxes to pay on either the capital increase or the income. That's huge. So this is really screwing with the IMF. Uh, the IMF hates this. And this really brings me to a couple other stories. You can check out this video. Basically, Kathy Wood saying Bitcoin's still heading to half a million. But then moving into what's going on with Gary Gensler and regulation. So Gary Gensler taught blockchain tech classes to MIT in 2018. So this guy is very knowledgeable about the blockchain, more so than probably anybody who works in the government, uh, most likely. And Caitlin Long, and if you don't know who Caitlin Long is, she is the founder CEO of Avanti 
and uh, she is appointed to the Wyoming Blockchain Select Committee, 22-year Wall Street veteran. So she is very, very knowledgeable about crypto, Bitcoin, and also understanding uh, regulations and getting regulatory clarity and how important that is. In the video I did yesterday, I was like, we got to stop relying on the SEC to give regulatory clarity. They could really screw things short term. They could say things are securities and then they're going off of a security, the definition from, you know, a hundred years ago, it's completely outdated. It's ridiculous that, you know, and these are a lot of the concerns that people are having, you know, it's ridiculous that people who don't have a million dollars or have an income of $200,000 or more can't invest their money the way they want to invest it. That's basically this whole securities accredited investor stuff. And it's really outdated. And most people would agree it's completely ridiculous and outdated and we need to get with the times. But here are the benefits if there are any of regulation. And I just watched a video with Mr. Wonderful talking about this. He basically said that regulation, even if it takes a while, and even if there are some short term kind of bumps in the road, he says, it's going to bring trillions of dollars into crypto, into Bitcoin, into DeFi, because right now there are trillions of dollars sitting on the sidelines because they don't yet know if it's fully legal to get involved. So therefore, they aren't making moves into the crypto space. And with regulation, even though it's a pain in the ass, it's going to allow these companies to confidently go into DeFi and, and even invest in Ethereum, invest in Bitcoin and get into the space that we're all in. So I see it, you know, in both sides. In the one side, it's really frustrating the fact that we have to just be at the whim of these regulatory agencies like the SEC and Gary Gensler. And we're basically like crossing our fingers and hoping that he doesn't screw us over and doesn't come out with some insane policy because this dude is tied in with bankers and the banks don't probably want Bitcoin to succeed like we want it to. So there's all these like competing interests at heart right now. And I know a lot of you guys agree with me and a lot of you guys know what's going on here. So if you want to stay up to date with what's going on with this, she seems really, really good to follow on Twitter. I am also on Twitter as well. So you can follow me too. All right. So that is basically what is going on right now. We are waiting to see what the SEC does. So I want to finish this video talking about what am I doing right now? Uh, there is a million people saying their predictions for what's going to happen with the market. Uh, I've been covering what Willy Woo has been saying. He still thinks we're going to go up. I've been covering or haven't been covering, but you may have been seeing other crypto influencers talk about, you know, we have to hold this support. And if we break that support, then altcoins are going to go down. Then we can hit this new level of support, all that stuff. I know you guys know what I'm talking about. And to me, it really comes down to two things. What's my time frame? How long am I planning on holding this? And do I need this money in the short term? So in the short term, we don't know what's going to happen. And I've been saying this since I've been making YouTube videos for uh, four years on, on this station. Uh, we don't know what's going to happen in the short term. We really don't. But long term, at least I do, I know that Bitcoin's going to be a multi-trillion dollar asset. I mean, right now, Bitcoin's sitting at $852 billion. This is going to be multi-trillions. I know it will, especially once we get regulatory clarity where people and, and organizations and companies can come in. I was listening to Raul Paul talk the other day. He thinks that we're going to see a Bitcoin ETF this year or next year. Mr. Wonderful says, no way, it's going to take like three to five years to get a Bitcoin ETF. Who knows what's going to happen? So in the short term, will there be more price fluctuations? Sure. 
people are asking me, you know, what should I do? Should I be selling now? I mean, I think about this stuff too. So am I selling right now? No, I am not selling right now. And here's the reason why. If the price does find support at say 42,000, $40,000, or even at 44, uh, or even 38, whatever, am I going to pull the trigger or am I going to be waiting to for it to go lower hypothetically. I'm probably gonna be waiting for it to go lower. This is just me personally. Then what's gonna happen is the price can potentially skyrocket. It's never gonna hit those prices again. Then the price of Bitcoin goes to 80 and I need to buy back in because I'm sitting in USDC. I'm sitting in stable coins. That's something that I don't wanna happen. I would rather ride the wave, not even dollar cost average because you know a lot of us don't have more funds to dollar cost average with. If you do great, personally, I would rather just ride the wave and then eventually the price will hit a hundred grand. It'll eventually hit half a million dollars. This will become a multi-trillion dollar asset. And even if that takes two to five years, I would rather just ride the wave rather than try to time it. That's just me. Uh, there, it, you know, Some people maybe wanna time the market or play around and trade with some of their assets and others would want to just wait and just ride the wave. So it really has to do with what you wanna do. Um, there is no right or wrong way. Nobody knows what's going to happen. You're seeing brilliant people talk about the crypto space and the market completely differently. You're seeing people saying, no, we're going to hit some support here in the 40s. You're still seeing people say, no, it's going to go back down to $10,000. So who are you going to listen to? I don't know. So it really depends on, do you think what you're invested in is going to be here in the next couple of years? Do you think it's going to be more than what it is now? And do you need to have that money now or can you just ride the waves with it? And that's really your decision. Uh, me personally, I have way too much money into crypto. I should probably take a smaller position. I should probably actually just get some stable coins to be honest. But as Raul Paul says, I am irresponsibly long on crypto. Irresponsibly long. I should not be this long. I should not have my so much of my net worth here. It's probably a bad idea, but I do. So guys, that's basically what I'm doing on a daily basis. I'm buying stuff with the, uh, the fold app card right here. It's a beautiful card. Let me see if I can zoom in on that. Yep. Nice and gold. So I am buying stuff with my fold app to get some, uh, Bitcoin stacking stats. I'm using my Coinbase card as well. Sometimes still using the crypto.com card for Netflix and Spotify. And, uh, you know, that's basically it. That's basically what I'm doing right now. I have a little bit of dry powder on the side. So if there is a dip below 40, I would start buying. If we see a significant dip, uh, like a flash crash down to the 30s, low 30s again, I will definitely be deploying that dry powder. All right, guys, hope that helps. Let me know your thoughts below in the comments. And until next time, talk with you soon and bye for now.